Hi, this is the Let's Train Your Brain podcast, a podcast that encourages you to reflect, grow, and expand your mental toolbox. My name is Annie Ursta, and I am the host of this podcast. I'm a certified life coach with a background in psychology, and my purpose is to help people transform their mindset for the better. This podcast is made for you that are open and willing to grow and curious to learn more about how the mind works. Sounds interesting? Well, let's get right to it. Hello, and welcome back to the Let's Train Your Brain podcast. So this week's episode is called Overcoming the Fear of Confrontation. And I'm not really sure what confrontations look like for you, but for me as a recovering people pleaser, confrontation was on the back burner for most of my life. I was afraid that, honestly, that I would push people away or rather make others judge and talk negatively about me behind my back. So to speak, from an evolutionary perspective, it might be the idea of, you know, not getting left behind. And I really want to talk to you today that struggle with confrontation. Or if you don't, maybe this can give you some more insight of what it feels like from uh, someone that doesn't really enjoy it or rather, you know, used to uh, not enjoying it. I will say I, I, I don't necessarily enjoy it, but it has taught me so much to tap more into what confrontation is and how helpful that it can be. Confrontation made me feel uncomfortable because within my upbringing, what I experienced a lot with confrontation was very often a very aggressive way to confront each other and fill with a lot of emotion and very little listening. I didn't really see confrontation as something positive. So instead, I tried to stay away from it you know, and it was more something, so to speak, unstable. People could easily explode, it felt unsafe, and this is more so when I was younger. And of course, as you grow, um, you kind of develop new skills. Sometimes you, very often rather, you take with you what you learn when you were younger. Um, but for me, I think growing up, uh, it was more so the fact that I was afraid of how other people would react to my honesty. But that's just me. Your situation might be very different, or perhaps you can re relate to this. Maybe you even like confrontation, maybe it makes you excited. I do not know how you grew up or how your family handled confrontation. I will also say here that there is an element of culture to add into this. So remember that, you know, I'm sharing my experience as a privileged white female growing up in Norway. However, each family is different. You can grow up in Norway and have a very healthy way of having confrontation as you grow up or the complete opposite. But this is my experience. So this podcast episode is about how to overcome this fear. Personally, it has taken a lot of time and I'm still working on it. But I think what's interesting with growth is that if you choose to work on yourself and your boundaries, you'll find growth embracing most areas of your life. So in a sense, it's not just, you know, working on confrontation, but it's working on yourself. And that's sort of, you know, as you work on your boundaries, for that matter, that will kind of push out until this area too. 
where you do confront other people. So um, by saying that, this, although this uh, episode is specifically about confrontation, it still is about growth in general. So, like I said, it has taken time and I'm still working on it. But I really think that with growth, and as we grow, it has a lot to do with boundaries. Boundaries usually has to do with all of our life. Figuring out what's okay and what's not okay. So when it come to, comes to confrontation, I realized that to feel aligned with who I am and what I stand for, I had to step up. Rather, I wanted to step up so that my boundaries were held because I realized I wasn't aligned. I realized that a lot of people do not like confrontation. But then again, other people do. Some people see confrontation. Some people that, you know, like to confront because they know that a lot of people don't like it. So we all have different takes on this. Confrontation is simply an argument, usually face-to-face, -face, or it can be a hostile disagreement. But here's the thing. Confrontation in itself isn't negative. It shouldn't be, at least. It can become negative because of how it's handled, but confrontation can be healing and healthy. Let me say that again, because this is really important. Confrontation can be healing and healthy. So let's focus more on healthy confrontation. What does that look like? And how can we embrace confrontation better, especially if this is something that we struggle with? I will give you a couple of reasons to help you change your mindset about confrontations. So I'll start with number one. First of all, they're helpful. I will say one of the reasons I've become better at confrontation is because of my beloved husband. He welcomes it. That doesn't mean that he goes out of his way to find it. But if the situation presents itself and something is unfair and not okay, he does not mind it at all. To me, that was really uncomfortable in the beginning because he brought up what I tried to hide away. The confrontation is helpful as long as it's done in a, sort to speak, sort of a professional manner. In relation to our new house that we've been in for a week now, we've had some issues and challenges and Honestly, if our in our experience, if we do not speak up our concern, no one will come and save us and fix our issues. You have to stand up for yourself. And that is why they are so helpful. And I honestly think this is why I've learned the most. That we have to stand up for ourselves. And very often that can be with confrontation. In a, in a sense, you can say that it's self-love, honestly. If someone is treating you unfairly, saying things that are hurtful or whatever, honestly, even a situation at work. So that is number one. Confrontation is really helpful. But there's a but, and that brings me to number two. Number two is know your audience. Some people will listen, and you will know who those are. If you know that they won't listen, 
then you have to get back to your boundaries and figure out how to handle the situation. For me, that can be spend less time, completely end the relationship, or set out a boundary uh, of what to talk about. An example is, in my family, um, there's some that has a very different take on the LGBTQ plus community than I have. I'm very pro, whatever makes you happy, the love is for all. So we do not talk about it. And I do not allow any crossing on that boundary. Professionally, this can mean that you have to take the situation to your supervisor. Or perhaps your supervisor's supervisor, if your supervisor isn't listening. Because there is no need to keep on confronting if the argument isn't beneficial and it isn't working. Some people simply will not listen. <laughs> so at that point, find another way. I think there's this quote that insanity is doing the same thing over and over without result. And I believe that is very much applicable to this situation. Because in the end, you'll get so frustrated and so bitter. It's not worth it. Cut it out. Find your boundary. So that's number two. Know your audience. Number three. Do a heart check first before you confront. Do not confront when you're really emotional or whoever you're going to talk to is. Ask yourself this. Are you speaking or are you confronting to attack or to build a better relationship? Are you confronting to attack or to build a better relationship? Always, always, always ask yourself this first. What is your intention? This is especially important when you struggle with confrontation. Because if you know that although you find it uncomfortable, you know that in your heart that you're confronting because you care for someone, because you love someone, it changes everything. At that point, it's worth it. Because you're not out to fight. You want to build. Number three, do a heart check first. Number four, don't bring a long list. How do you eat an elephant? You eat one piece at a time. When I first started dating George, I will literally come with a long list of red flags of things that I wanted us to talk about. And instead of so, kind of, you know, like speak, or rather, let me rephrase. Instead of talking about it once it happened or like fairly close to when it happened, <laughs> for some reason, I literally had a list. That was not good. <laughs> I learned that instead of saving them up, bring them out more frequent. This also makes healthy confrontation more normalized. And it's not something you do, you know, like once a year or every other month and you really dread it. Confrontation at that point will be more normalized. It will be healthy. Of course, some confrontations are more serious and severe than others. But this has at least helped me a lot to change my mindset into the fact that confrontation is healthy and it's not a, this scary big thing. Relationship-wise, this has helped us forgive each other more often, less build-up, and honestly, it's brought more joy and humor into our relationship. Honestly, there's nothing wrong with a daily dose of forgiveness. In friendships, I believe this helps us feel less attacked, less like a victim, and more like a human. If we tell someone whatever they said made us feel this and that and not make it as... I mean, it's serious, but not this 
big thing, but just like tell them how you feel. Let's talk about it. Let's move on. We're not out to attack. We're out to build, right? That is number four. Don't bring a long list. Number five. Understand that it is not about who's right or wrong. In a confrontation, we state our concerns and what we don't like. This doesn't mean whoever you confront will agree to everything you're saying. To me, the most important is to voice my concerns. If nothing changes, then at that point, it's up to me to decide which boundaries to make. While other times, we have to agree to disagree. In my marriage with George, him and I have plenty of things we disagree on. And that's okay because we know that. That doesn't mean we don't respect each other or love each other. That means that we had to confront our issues first and then find a solution for it. That's okay. It's silly to think that our perspective in a confrontation is the only and the right perspective. Often, of course, not always people are reasonable and have a reason behind the action that they took. Let's be open-minded to hear them out. Less listening, more talking, honestly. This really goes back to their perspective of we're not out to fight, but to build. That's number five, understanding it's not about who's right or wrong. Number six, the magical sentence, I feel. (laughs) You only own your own reality and feelings. My reality isn't the same as everyone else. I can't tell someone that they are this or that, but I can tell them Feel that they are, you know, X, Y, C. So please, my friend, and <laughs> this is uh, a word of advice to myself. Let's stop telling people that we know what they think and that our own reality and how they must feel. We can voice our concerns, but that's it. Tell how you're hurt and how it makes you feel. Most often, people do not intend to hurt. But that, does, but that doesn't mean it still don't feel that way. So that's number six. The magic sentence, I feel. So lastly, number seven. Set yourself up for success. Breaks are golden. If you feel that the situation around the confrontation is becoming heated, take a step back. Tell whoever you talk to that, Let's get back in 30 minutes or an hour or the next day so you know when you'll get back at it. But at this point in time, it's too heated or there's too many emotions just roaming around in the room. Confrontations are not the best when both is hungry. That's another one. Confrontation isn't the best when someone is having a really hard day. Set yourself up for success. Tell your friend, partner, coworker, that you like to talk, but also ask if now is a good time. Sometimes I have to tell George that I don't have the capacity at this moment. Other times I see that he's stressed and I choose to wait until a better time. Of course, this is in a perfect world and I bet if you're human like me and my husband, it still happens in situations when we probably could have avoided it. But you know, this is things to learn from at least. The thing is, if you can put these seven steps into how you confront, I believe you can really understand deep in your heart that confrontation is done or should be done out of love for yourself and for others. 
Of course, some people want to argue and fight simply for the sake of it, you know, or some other people are just power hungry. But that's not the focus on this episode. The focus on this episode is how we can overcome our fear of confronting. But really, you know, understanding the benefits of it. I truly believe that when we understand why it's helpful, it's easier to kind of step into it. Because you are worthy of love. And you're worthy of respect. Confrontation is important in healing for relationships, both romantically and platonically. But if others don't respect us, if others don't respect you, then boundaries need to be put down. Strict ones too. Especially if you have people-pleasing tendencies and people tend to take advantage. The only one we're in control of is ourselves. And no one, or rather no one else, will be responsible for us and our heart. We have to protect ours by implementing these steps. Or at least you can choose to try that. And know that although it might feel uncomfortable... There is so much freedom and inner peace to be found when you do it. Because really, this is it. Confrontation, like anything else, is a skill that you need to do over and over to feel less comfortable. So honestly, what it boils down to is that you have to step into it. And I really hope these seven step, steps can be of encouragement for you to see why it's so important. Because you're worthy of it. You're worthy of respect. You're worthy of love. And the same is the people around you. And I really think that confrontation is an excellent tool to improve our life and our relationships with others. All that to say, I hope this was helpful. And I want to thank you so much for tuning in today. And perhaps you know someone that struggles with this. And if you do, please share this episode with them so that we can all train our mindset on this and become better at confrontation. Thank you so much for being here today. And I'll see you next week.